0: Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the pods, moving, and storage studios. It's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Jade Warshaw, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today. We're going to be talking to you about your life and your money. It is a free call. The phone number is 888-825-5225. That's 888 888- 5225 Caesar starts this hour in Chicago. Hi, Caesar. How are you? I'm are,
1: doing great. You know Thank what? That's Cesar. Is it
0: Cesar or Caesar? Caesar. It is huh? Caesar. Like Julius Caesar. Got it. I, okay. I, I, I did. I did not mess it up. Good. How can I help?
1: <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, yeah, I'm 26 years old. Tuned in from Chicago. I have approximately a hundred thousands in my savings. I have approximately 60000 in mutual funds that it's parked in a Roth IRA, Roth 401k. And I feel like I have a lot of options. There's a lot of pressure to buy. I'm thinking about buying a building. And uh, it's putting a lot of pressure on me, but it's a lot of options. I really don't know what to do at the moment. And I would like your advice about my situation.
2: Do you have any debt?
0: Zero debt. Zero debt, way to go! Are you married? I am not married. Why hasn't some woman snapped you up? <laughs> I know you're that's sharp. right. No, there's a woman. Trust me. <laughs> you see, what, yeah, <laughs> man, you're killing it. Why you go! Very good. You're killing it. why to go! I'm proud of you. So is your person? You. Is your
2: personal residence paid off as well, or are you now, a buyer yet?
1: I, I am renting at the moment in Chicago, and this is my situation for renting. Mm-hmm. If, a two-bedroom, it's a $1,000 a month, and I'm splitting it with a roommate, $500 each.
2: Wow.
0: Stole that.
2: So you're not in a hurry to get out of that?
0: No, that's a deal.
2: I know. So what, what's I assume, deal, I assume but,
0: are they, they're not shooting down the street, are they?
1: No, no, they're not, actually. Mm. It's, they're not shooting down the street. <laughs> right.
2: So what exactly yeah, is your question? Like, what are you hoping to get from this call?
1: Okay, there's... Uh, a general question and a specific question. I'm feeling a lot of pressure to buy my own building, a multifamily unit home, and to move into who, who that. Who is who
0: is pressuring you? Mm.
1: You know, that's a great question. <laughs> 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 it is in Chicago. It's like the thing to do. You know, like
0: uh, well, among twenty-seven year olds, it's the thing it. to do. But that doesn't mean that's smart.
1: Hmm.
0: You know, so, I mean, dude. you 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 have really good instincts you have really good skills you are so far ahead of normal normal Mm -hmm. sucks is broke has no money i mean you you got some money piled up you've done a great job way to go uh if you want to buy a condo to live in that's fine but don't buy it because the society that's stupid thinks you should
2: right okay
0: you buy it because you got by it because you looked at it and you said, I like these numbers. I mean, you're the guy living in a $500 rental situation in Chicago. You're that guy. Right. Score. You're the smart guy. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> you're the smart guy. Be listening to him. He's got more going on. So if you want to go buy you a condo, that's great. You got $100,000 to put down and or you need to set back an emergency fund of three to six months mm-hmm. of expenses um and set back anything else you need to purchase if you're thinking about buying a car you're thinking about buying whatever so that you don't go into debt for the future items but after that the rest of that money is your down payment on a condo or whatever if you want to buy something mm-hmm. but but when you say buy a building you know what i'm hearing you've been reading real estate investment crap on tic-tac that's what it sounds like
1: <laughs> no it's that my grandfather owns a multifamily at home a lot of people in my circle you know a lot of a lot of them, uh, the older generation, owns a multifamily home. So I was thinking, why don't I house hack, get a renter on the top floor, live on the first floor, and rent out the basement?
0: That's not a bad idea, but you should do it because as you looked at it, you thought, A, that's how I want to live, because the great news is your tenants are attached to you. The bad news is your tenants are attached to you. Exactly. They're going to be knocking on the door at 2 a.m. if they don't like something. Uh, unless you really set some real clear boundaries it's very difficult to manage a multi-family that you live in from a boundaries mm-hmm. perspective. Uh, so if you want to do that that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that, but there's nothing that says if you don't do that that you're stupid. Cuz you ain't stupid, dude.
2: I know that's right. People need to be listening to you instead of you listening to what they're
1: saying. Yeah.
0: So if you want to take if I've you want to take uh, yeah, you want to take 75,000 bucks, except. what do you what do you make?
1: So I make approximately seventy-five thousand a year through my my full-time job, and I also own a business.
0: And what does it make? Uh, I'm combining the income from both. Oh, so you make seventy-five, including owning a business, not also including. okay. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you want to take seventy-five thousand of the hundred, leave twenty-five for an emergency fund, and you know you continue out of your monthly budget doing investing into your retirement plan at your workplace. Then uh, And you want to go buy your multifamily and live on the main floor? There's nothing wrong with that. It's not a bad plan at all. But this idea that somehow, you know, I I don't, here's here's a good rule of thumb, okay? Whatever everyone else in America is doing, do the opposite, and you'll probably have some money.
2: True that. Now, can I play devil's advocate here? Why? Because I'm sitting here thinking, (laughs) well, here's my thought. I'm like, okay, if he was buying a personal residence and he knows that he can, Afford it without a rent without any rentals, you know, just on his own. Great, but if he's buying this building mm-hmm. that's more expensive and he's depending on the rent coming in, should he not pay cash for this property?
0: No, no, it, it wouldn't if, matter if, if it's your residence and you're going to take out a mortgage as long as you can pay the payments. And if you have to have the rent to pay the payments, no,
2: that's what I want. That's what my thing with Caesar. Yeah. I want to make sure <clears> he doesn't need the rent. From the other people yeah, living you, upstairs or downstairs. Yeah, you, don't, you
0: don't go buy something that you can't, if, if your renters all don't pay, you can't be up a creek.
2: Right. So he's got to, you got to be able to afford this regardless if you
0: have renters, Caesar. That's yeah. just a little yeah, and that, thought there. That'll keep, because here's, when you ha- have an empty apartment and you have to make payments, you become desperate. Mm-hmm. And when you become desperate right after that, you get stupid. And that's when you put the wrong tenant in and you create a bigger mess than an empty apartment created. That's true. And so if you don't have to make the payments, if you don't have to have somebody to stay alive, right? you know, inside the, inside the unit there, then you make better decisions on who goes in to the unit.
2: Well, he's got his family, but I'm also thinking your family is also the ones that is like, Hey, this month's a little tight. Give me till next month. So there's just a little, there's a little stuff there that he, he might need to consider before going in.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. But Overall, do it because it's the lifestyle you want to live. I want to live on the first floor. I'm willing to do that at this phase of my life. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to deal with tenants next door. Uh, I'm not doing this because my grandpa did it.
2: Right. Yeah. I'm
0: not doing this because I saw it on Tic Tac. We're not doing that. And... Um, you know, until we arrived on the tic-tac scene about a month ago, <laughs> you could pretty well say that whatever was said on there was useless. Garbage. We're trying to displace it with some wisdom, so I've had a few things posted on there that did 10, 20 million views and that kind of stuff. Thank you guys, I guess. Um, I think I should thank you. But, um, <laughs> yes,
2: thank the people, because <clears throat> they're, the, they're making the views go.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, we got to put something good on there to try to yeah. redeem the, the platform, but... Yeah, but it's it's more full of get-rich-quick crap than anything I've seen since Midnight Cable. (laughs) This is The Ramsey Show. You've been Gazelle Intense. You've eaten more beans and rice than you knew existed. And now to our audience you're apparently telling other people that we're here thank you our numbers are going up in every format from youtube to podcast to radio thank you thank you thank you we appreciate that uh we know it didn't come up come from anywhere but you because we do not spend 300 million dollars on marketing like sofi instead we just actually help people instead of screwing them and um then you go tell other people so thank you for that if you're new You're one of those new people coming around. You're trying to figure out all this lingo uh, around the Ramsey thing. We're all the baby steps and uh, debt snowballs and all this stuff. You can go to RamseySolutions.com and click on the Get Started button. We'll help you figure out the next best step in your financial journey. It's completely free to do that, and we'll walk you through. And what's become famous around Ramsey was because many, many years ago, decades ago, people came to me and they said, what do you do first? Do you do retirement first, or do I do kids' college first? That's very important. Do I have an emergency fund first? That's really important. I need to get rid of this stupid credit card debt. It's 22%. That's very important. Where do I start and what we did at the time many years ago was we laid it out and then we adjusted it a couple times in the early days. We only adjusted it in 25 years, but we laid out what to do first, what to do second. And we call them the baby steps. Cause if you eat an, if you want to eat an elephant, you do it a bite at a time. So if you want to get control of your money, you do it a step at a time, baby steps, baby step. One is you save a thousand dollars quickly, little starter emergency fund. Once you've done that, and some of you just have that money. You just name it that just now. You have already did. Baby step one. You just reset that money in your mind over to the side. That's baby step one. Baby step two is you pay off all of your debt except your home using the debt snowball. The debt snowball is where you list your debts, smallest to largest, pay minimum payments on everything but the little one. You attack the little one with a vengeance. You're not going on vacation. You're in debt. You're broke. You're not going out to eat. You're in debt. You're broke. You work all the time. You're in debt. You're broke. There's a great place to go when you're broke, to work, okay? This is what you do, and you bust your butt, and it's scorched earth. No lifestyle, no nothing. You sell so much stuff the kids think they're next. You name the dog eBay and the cat Craigslist. Everything's going out the door. We're getting this mess cleaned up we're sick and tired of being sick and tired people that do it with that intensity get out of debt in an average of about 18 to 24 months now average means that some of you have half a million dollars in student loan debt like jade did took her seven years okay and then average means some of you have five thousand dollars in debt and ten thousand dollars in your bank account when you heard me rant and you just went and paid it off now you're debt free took you 13 seconds Okay, but the average is 18 to 24 months. Then when you finish that with the same level of intensity, you continue. We call this gazelle intensity, the gazelle running from the cheetah
1: for its life.
0: When you get out of debt, you finish baby step three with the gazelle intensity and that's three to six months of expenses then we turn off the intensity and we move from intensity to intentionality and we do baby steps four five and six simultaneously that's 15 percent of your income going into retirement that's what's going to make you a baby steps millionaire in about 12 years following this plan you're going to put money into kids college if that's applicable and you didn't sell them off (laughs) (laughs) number baby step six is any other money we can find in the budget we're going to throw at the house and the average person paying off their house following these baby steps is doing it we've been doing this for 30 years is doing it in about in in about 10.2 years in our baby steps millionaires study we did of millionaires some of them had followed our stuff some of them hadn't they were doing it in about 11 years wow so but the point is there's an intensity for that first three steps to get out of debt and get your emergency fund in place because until you do that, you're broke. And you're walking around in a culture strutting around like you got some money. you got no money. Shut up. You're broke. Quit acting like you're something. You're broke. And this putting on the crap has got to stop. And, Jade, you've been hearing this thing in Baby Step 2 where people are struggling with motivation.
2: Yeah, you know, I get it all the time, Dave. They go in my e- in my DMs, direct message, even in our Financial Peace University class. I get the same question, which is, Jade, you guys did this for seven and a half to eight years. How do you stay motivated? And you know, at first, Dave, I would kind of give like like the nice answer, like, "Well, you gotta you gotta connect to your why," and and all of this. And I really got to thinking about it. And I was talking to Sam about it. And the more people ask me, it kind of frustrates me because. There's got to be no other option. Y-
0: y'all don't get Jade frustrated, okay? There's got to
2: be. When Sam and I were getting out of debt, there was no option to not do it. it. It it's a must. I have to. My life will never be what I need it to be, what it should be, what God wants it to be if I don't do this. So so this idea that, well, maybe I'll do it and maybe I won't, that cannot exist.
0: It's not an intellectual exercise.
2: It's not an exercise. You've got to
0: It's an emotional Visceral decision.
2: Yes, I, I must. It's got to... And, and nobody can do that for you. You know, you listen to this show or you come to a live event and, and we'll light that match for you, but you've got to like stoke your own flame. My buddy uh, Lucas did a talk about this. He said, um, you could be a spark or you can be a flame. And you can tell the difference by when the wind blows. Ooh. If you're a spark, the wind blows immediately. You go out just like that. But if you're a flame when the wind blows you get you get bigger you get more aggressive you get larger and, and more fierce and and if you're talking to me and you're asking me how can i stay more motivated i'm sorry to tell you you're a spark you're just you're just a little fluttering spark, and you've got to do what it takes. She just
0: called you people names. She called you a little spark. You're
2: just a little spark. You're a wimpy spark. And the moment the wind blows, man, the minute you have to dip into your emergency fund, the minute something happens, you're ready to go. Well, I don't know if I want to do it. I don't know if it's worth I it to me. I tried
0: that Ramsey stuff. It doesn't work. What
2: do you mean? What do you mean? You don't know if it's worth it to you? Do you want to change your life or not? It's that simple. Motivate. If you're waiting to feel motivated, you will be waiting forever because that is completely mythological.
0: Motivation is not an external substance.
2: No, it doesn't come from out there it to comes, take you comes in. comes from in
0: here, yeah. And, you know, one of the things I, I, I've kind of run into this over the years of me teaching it too, the same frustration. Blake uh, Thompson, our old producer, he now runs all of Ramsey Networks. Yeah, He used to do these comedy bits, and he created this comedy bit that we would play on the air called Detonol. And it was a pill you could take that would get you out of debt. If you just took this pill, you'd be out of debt. And that's what everybody's looking for. They're looking for a Magic pill. pill. You know, I was wandering in the uh, vitamin aisle, and I ran into one of my pastor friends who's Mm kind of loud, and he yells down the aisle, Ramsey, there's no pill on there that's going to help you. you got to eat less.
2: So good. (laughs) It's so true. (laughs) Y'all want the magic pill that's going to magically make this easy. It ain't going to be easy. It doesn't exist.
0: Let me tell you what easy is. Easy is when you finish
2: easy as when you finish
0: it gets easier
2: but let me tell you this i mean there's other side of that where people go man this is hard right paying off debt working is hard
0: but you whoosh learn to do hard
2: but can i just say it's also what is also hard is not being able to afford groceries man that's hard that's hard when you look up and you don't have the money uh, to take care of your kids you don't have the money to spend the gas to go visit a loved one in the hospital i'm talking about myself that that was hard that's hard to stomach because that reflects back on you and you go, oh my God, I've been an idiot with money. And You're, in comparison, just saying in comparison, it's easier to sacrifice to win so that you don't have to endure those other things anymore. Live like
0: no one else so that later, later you can live and give like no one else. Discipl- no discipline seems pleasant at the time, the Bible says, but it yields a harvest of righteousness. Yeah. Listen, you're going to pay a price.
2: You're going to pay a price.
0: You're either going to pay a price of mediocrity throughout the whole scope of your life, and your life's going to suck perpetually.
2: Yeah, because the time's going to pass regardless. You're
0: still waiting on the government to fix your life? That's humorous. And, you know, so, we're, you're either going to live a life of mediocrity because you yeah. half butt do stuff, or you're going to pay a price for a short period of time and you're going to light yourself on fire and be a flame, not a spark. I love that. Right. That's a good line. I like this.
2: And oh. a lot of you are going to look up, you know, Dave said the stats on getting through baby step two. Most people who get through baby step one through three, it's two and a half to three years. That sounds a lot like a lot when you just say it. But man, it, that is just a drop in the bucket over time. And some of you who've been kicking your student loan can down the road for three years, you could have been done and finished. Ooh. You could have been done. And let me tell I you think something. I she just
0: was shamed you.
2: When this thing kicks back up, you are going to regret it. Start today. Yeah. Start today.
0: So where does it come from? It comes in believing the best way to live your life is free and it's worth paying the price to get there. That'll give you the motivation. Sure will. I want to change my family tree. I want to look in my kids' eyes and have a different set of values a godly man leaves an inheritance to his children's children Amen. i've recommended simply safe home security for years and over that time they've just gotten better and better while remaining an amazing value their monitoring costs less than a dollar a day plus unlike traditional home security providers simply safe has no contract and no hidden fees. So don't wait to protect your home. Visit simplysafedirect.com right now and get a special 20% off. Simply SafeDirect.com. There is no safe like Simply Safe. So, James Childs, our producer here on The Ramsey Show, has a boss. His boss is named Blake Thompson. He likes to brown nose his boss, and so he dug up the old <laughs> detonol clip during the commercial break. And, um, so we'll um, you know, the the death and all, if you didn't catch it, uh, is, is the the only way that you can get out of debt by taking a pill. All right, here we go. <laughs> Nationally syndicated
3: talk radio host Dave Ramsey has often said that there is no magic pill for getting out of debt. Well, sorry, Mr. Ramsey, but there is. And it's called detanol. Detanol is a 100% all-natural drug that is guaranteed to control your spending and control your desire to overspend. One pill a day, and you will no longer feel the need to spend money you don't have. We have created this drug because we care about you. Detanol, the pill that cares. Minor side effects may include fatigue, (sighs) headache, nervousness, sore throat, throat, explosive diarrhea... Insomnia. I can't sleep. Drowsiness. I can't stay awake. Horrible nightmares. Oh! Gastronomical trauma. Oh my! Hallucinations. That rabbit just said my name. Chronic halitosis. Woo! A slight cough and a runny nose. Dentonol. Brought to you by the Credit Card Association of America. <laughs> Credit. The easy
0: way out.
2: Oh, wow. That's this show good. has changed a lot. I mean, that's, hey. a, that's
0: a 20-year-old bit. Not that, bad.
2: It's still funny. Not bad. <laughs> I found it to be funny.
0: <laughs> he did some others that would get you canceled. Uh, oh, that one—that one's passable, though. All right, here we go. Jade Washaw Ramsey <laughs> Personality, is my co-host today. In the lobby of Ramsey Solutions on the debt-free stage, Omar and Angela are with us. Hey, guys, how are you? Hi. Doing well, doing well. How are you? Better than we deserve. Where do you guys live?
4: Up Nashville. the street in Nashville, Tennessee. Oh,
0: just right here. Oh, yeah. Well, welcome, neighbor. Good to have you. And how much
4: debt have you guys paid off? We paid off one hundred seventy-five thousand five hundred forty dollars and sixty-one cents. Phenomenal. Whoa. How long did this take? Twenty months. Whoa. And your range of income during that time? During that time, it went from one hundred fifty-eight
0: thousand
2: to two hundred forty-five
0: thousand. Wow. Uh, in twenty months, somebody get a job? That would be. Okay. That would be Angela. Okay. Excellent. What do you guys do for a living?
4: I'm an in-house attorney for a wealth management firm, mm-hmm.
5: and I'm a project manager for a consulting firm. Wow, both Very of you're cool. killing it!
0: What great income! Yeah. So, what kind of debt was this? One hundred and seventy-six thousand. Oh, law school. There was some law school debt. There was
5: some um, grad schools.
4: <laughs> two grad schools, <laughs> yeah. law school, yeah. and a couple credit cards
0: and a balance on a car. Okay. Wow. Very cool. All right. So, tell us your story. How did you get started on this Ramsey stuff, and why twenty months ago?
4: So um, we've been married now for um, two years, and there will be three months, actually, as of Mm -hmm. four days ago. Um, And this journey started, actually, when we got engaged um, in November of 2019. Um, Little did we know how much the world would change a couple months later. But um, for me personally, nothing will um, have you take a really deep look into your life and your finances and, in fact, every other aspect of your life until you decide you're going to get married. And so um, I took a deep dive into my finances, took a strong look at sort of what I had left, and um, thankfully my brother had taken FPU. My dad has hosted two sessions at his church down in Florida, so I was pretty familiar with you, Dave. And uh, what I decided to do was to take your steps on a test run with my personal finances before we got married and in about eight months I paid off about 75% of the debt that I had before we got married. Um, It works, it absolutely worked. Um, Got on the budgeting app. You worked. Yeah, it (laughs) absolutely worked. And so before we got married we had a deep, you know, one of several deep financial talks and let her know that this is a a path I really wanted us to go on and uh, she tepidly accepted.
2: Tepid. So, Angela, Tepid. how did that change? How did you,
0: what
5: was that journey like yeah. to get on board with that? Yeah, so. I'm it, marrying
0: a crazy man.
5: <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, we got married December 4th, 2020. And that same month, we started our budget, you know, to aggressively pay off our debt. And initially, I was, you know, in a transition of my career, I was going to make more money. So, I'm like, are we really going to, like, start tightening, you know, our belts? And so it was once I started seeing those balances go down. And I was like, oh, okay. We would have these like check-ins with each other. And he's like, this is how much we paid in the last couple months. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> you know, so that was motivating that debt snowball of just seeing the debt go away. And as our income grew, thinking about like what we could do for ourselves, for our family, for our future, you know, so just seeing that debt go down just really motivated me. So the psychology
2: aspect of the debt snowball really does oh, work.
5: Yeah. Oh yeah, it really does. Yeah, every month when we just checked in, I was like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe you did that. <laughs> mm. Yeah.
0: Pretty amazing. Yeah. So you get married right off the back end of the COVID mess. Well, the beginnings of it depends on who you are, is where the back end. Some people are still in it, but yeah. Um, but yeah, but I mean, December after the world shut down in March, April, right? Yeah. yeah. And so, uh, wow, what a time. And, and then in the midst of that, you're still paying off all this debt. $75,000, you knocked out, Omar. I mean, that's pretty incredible. Then you get married, and, and then it's game on, and you start to see the results, and you just turned up the heat even more. Yeah. Absolutely,
4: absolutely. I mean, in some ways, COVID was a mixed blessing because I had nothing to do, so it was very easy to budget. My yep.
0: entertainment
4: budget was mm-hmm. a close to zero, as, as close to zero as you
0: could possibly get it, the so eating it helped out, a lot. The eating out thing was not a problem. There was no place to go. <laughs> not at all. Yeah. Not at all. Learn to you- become a good cook.
2: And you took advantage of the student loan pause i'm guessing
4: oh absolutely (laughs) i mean it was the only i mean it was real it was tangible and it just made that balance just go down so much faster and it was motivating to say the least
2: say something to the people who are waiting say something to the folks who are like hey i'm taking advantage of the you know no payments i can put that back in my you know spend it on something else talk to those folks for a minute i
4: want to say I'm, i'm very grateful first and foremost that i took advantage of that period of time because we saved thousands upon thousands in interest. And I think uh, if I did my math correctly, a lot of student loan servicers aren't collecting until October. So you have months to go. You could still make a huge dent, make a lot of progress because um, you know, the, the nerdy law student in me, we I listened to the arguments of the Supreme Court just last week and uh, it's not looking good. And uh, I'm, I'm thankful that we made decisions that Whatever happens up in Washington, up on those court steps, doesn't really affect
0: us. Yes. There you go. They're yeah. not in control of my life now. I Absolutely. love that. So true. So true. Good. You guys
2: are a power couple, man. <laughs> yeah,
0: they <are>. I mean, <laughs> No just, question.
2: I feel it through the glass.
0: It's great. <laughs> All right. So now, your brother taught Financial Peace University. Your dad did it a couple of times at the church back in Florida. She kind of knew it was hovering out there, but now you've walked in it, both of you, yes. and have experienced this as a married couple- Tell folks if they want to pay off $176,000 in 20 months, what is the secret to getting out of debt?
4: Well, um, I'm sure we definitely have our opinions. My personal one is you have to tell your money where to go. I still use the Every Dollar app to this day because we still have goals moving forward. And um, it's if you don't have control of your money, your money's going to take control of you.
5: Yeah. And you have to stay focused and you can't get distracted. You know, there were so many times where we'd be like, oh, we could do this or that, or someone has some other advice and was like, nope. This is what we're going to do until that balance is zero. We're not doing anything else. So you just have to stay focused. Don't pay attention to any of those distractions.
0: It was sacrifice, wasn't it? Yeah. It was hard, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Was it worth it?
5: It was so worth it. Absolutely. It was so worth it. Absolutely. Will you go back in debt? Oh, no. <laughs> never again. <laughs> no. Absolutely Silly rabbit. <laughs> tricks are for kids.
0: Yeah, way to go, you guys. Way to Love go. Love it. Y'all are, you're amazing. Very, very proud of you. Who was your biggest cheerleaders? I bet dad and brother. Oh, yeah. They yeah. were very good. Her parents were wonderful.
4: Yeah, um, and then we have our friends, our Charlotte friends here. and Jeff. Um, they actually uh, started FPU on their honeymoon.
0: Apparently.
2: Way to go. Yeah. Oh,
0: that's romantic. Not. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Well, way to go, guys. Yes. So very good. Very fun. Very fun. Hey, we've got the Live and Give Bundle for you, the uh, Baby Steps Millionaires book, you. which you're uh, probably there or about to be there soon, the way you're going with this income and this this level Heck of focus yeah. excellently. Uh, total Money Makeover book for you to give away. Financial Peace University membership for you to give away. So you can live some of it. You can give some of it. That's why we call it the Live and Give Bundle. Proud of you guys. Thank well you.
6: Done. Thank well you. done. Well done.
0: You're heroes. <laughs> Omar and Angela, Nashville, $176,000 paid off in 20 months, making one fifty-eight dollars to two forty-five. dollars Count it down. Let's hear a debt-free scream. All right. Three, Three two, two, one. We, we are debt-free. debt-free. We're
4: free. <laughs>
0: Yeah! $176,000! We're approaching $5 million already paid off on debt-free screams, and it's still early in the year. That's for this year alone. This is The Ramsey Show. Welcome to The Ramsey Show. Jade Warshaw, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today. A lot of you got questions about taxes. One of our listeners wrote this in. uh, Dave, I gave a car to a family in my town, and I'm worried how that affects my taxes and their taxes. I don't want either of us to pay penalties or some crazy fees. Uh, Well, good for you. Generosity? I like that. Sounds like you're living and giving like no one else. For 2022, if you give gifts worth $16,000 or less, individual to individual. You can do that without paying any taxes. The amount goes up to 17000 in 2023. The lifetime gift limit is $12 million. That's your estate tax exemption amount. And uh, the person you gave the gift to doesn't have to pay the gift tax. But if the value is more than 16000 the gift tax on the amount above 16000 would be 18 to 40% of the gift's value. And although some gifts are tax-exempt, that's not the case here. So here's the thing. I'm going to bet good money that that car that you gave away was not over $16,000. So you got no gift tax. Don't worry about it. You don't have to file anything. They don't have to file anything. An individual can give an individual without filing a thing up to $16,000 last year. Well, I gave them $32,000. Okay, well, then write a letter and have them sign it if you are married or if they are married that says you gave half a car to the wife and half a car to the husband and have them sign that that is the agreement. You're still under $16,000 per individual. Moms and dads that want to give grown kids money because you've got too much money, you don't know what to do with it, you could actually give sixty four thousand dollars so mom gives daughter-in-law sixteen and son sixteen dad gives daughter-in-law sixteen and daughter and son 16. Oh, wow four different checks all sixteen thousand you're still under sixteen thousand individual to individual and that is not married couples are not individuals uh, when it, are there, a, a couple is not a unit it's two people in there still in, in terms of the way the tax law looks at it so wow. Best thing you can do is work with a tax pro that's up to date on the latest tax code. Head to com slash tax pro. We'll get you connected with uh, someone who's Ramsey trusted to do your taxes if you have a complicated return. And check SmartTax at com if you don't have a complicated return. And we'll help you with uh, a very easy piece of software, very inexpensive to file your taxes. You got to love it. Matthew's in Columbus, Ohio. Hey, Matthew, welcome to the Ramsey Show. Thanks. How are you? Better than I deserve. What's up in your world?
7: Yeah, so uh, I just switched uh, roles um, to another organization that is um, a state-run agency. And so 10% of my paycheck automatically goes to the state retirement fund. And then, uh, so I was wondering, if I have an option to do a 403B or a 457B, both pre-tax or Roth. Should I put the 5% in one or both of those funds? Should I put them in just a
0: Roth? I would just put it, in a, I would put it in an individual Roth IRA. Okay. Get a broker. Go to RamseySolutions.com. Click on SmartVestor and just do mm-hmm. you an individual Roth uh, because you got okay. more control and more options than the 403B. If you don't do that, do the 403B. 457 is just deferred comp. That's a different okay. program. And okay. so, yeah, and the 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 ten percent is mandatory. I take it in your state. Yes. Do you have any control I mean, on what it's invested in?
7: Um, I can do so. There's three options on that side. I can do an alternative where I can put them into I can put them into the funds that I want per se. I mean, they thought of selected funds, uh, or a traditional pension,
0: or a deferred contribution, which I think I also get to select from a, a variety of funds a. You picked level. a. Not B or C. You pick the mutual funds. Okay. And what you're looking for, we suggest you spread it across four types.
2: Yeah, growth, growth and income, aggressive growth, and international is what you're looking for, 25% into each one.
0: Now, when are you okay. vested in the state? When do you have that as your own, that you own it? If you left, you could roll it.
7: If I if I go to A, I it's automatic, and they match. Uh, they give us a... um. It's supposed to be a 14% match if I went with BRC, but because of the agreement with the state retirement fund company, um I get only like 11%, so it's, you know, it's 10 plus 11 that would be added
0: to my uh, fund. Perfect. Do okay. a That way that way you own it and you control it. That increases your chances of your probability of becoming wealthy far beyond some state managed crap. Okay. Hey, well done, man. Very good good call good question thank you for joining us open phones at triple eight eight two (laughs) five five two two five tom's in toledo hey tom what's up how you doing sir better than we deserve how can we help very good hey uh
6: i'm 60 almost 61 years old i've been working all my life my wife and i we are debt-free except our house
2: way to go um have
6: been that way for quite a while uh whatever God gives us, we're trying to be good stewards. But my question is this, I, uh, retired in 09. I've been double dipping. I, I went back to work for the state. I've got about, uh, um, it looks like it's going to be about $250,000 come to, um, uh, maturity when I turn 65, a money market account, uh, because, uh, of the state retirement. um, I owe about a hundred and fifty thousand on our house. Uh, we want to get it paid down to about a hundred and ten before I retire in sixty-five. What would I do with that two hundred and fifty Would I pay off the house, or what, what? What would you suggest?
2: Aside from that money market account, what's your net worth right now?
6: Uh, we've got. Uh, I've got about sixty uh ninety thousand dollars in a reserve fund um, and then we've got our emergency fund of four months we've got a slush fund, a god fund a utility fund so i, I would say right now uh we we would be at uh and then of course, like in the your retirement funds probably at three hundred to three hundred and fifty thousand okay how much is in the slush fund? The slush fund is um, right now six thousand dollars. We have about sixteen hundred dollars of discretionary funds monthly. Um, we're, that's why I said we're going to be putting five to a thousand dollars extra a month against the house.
0: Yeah. When do you? Uh, um, what, what is the the money? Is it truly a money market account? You don't have it invested like, in mutual what, funds.
6: Well, that's what they call it. That's what Opier's calls it. Since I retired once already, I can't have a second retirement with them. So, all I know, can you not
0: have it invested better than a money market account because a money market account's paying you 1%? Right.
6: Yeah. No, I can't. I can't do it. I can't pull that money
0: but out. I mean, inside in, they don't offer other investment options all and, the contributions. No, at, the sta- the, the the at the state right? it's still stuck at the Pardon state, right? It's still stuck at the state, right? Yes. Okay. Do they not have other options other than just a money market that you can move it to inside the state program? No. That's weird. We
6: have the third comp, but that is above and beyond my contribution. My contribution is 10%, and my employer's contribution is 14%.
0: Just like the last guy we talked Mm -hmm. to. Yeah, and so the – but the question is, usually they have more than one option that you can have it parked in. To say it only has to be in money market is – Highly That's unusual. Crazy. Like yeah. I think you're wrong. It's that unusual. Okay. I want you to see if you can get All that right, invested so- better into some good mutual funds. Poke around, see if they have other options while it sits there till you. Because you got five more years, right? right? Right. Okay. Let's do that, and then let's take a bunch of that ninety thousand and a bunch of your great income, and let's pay off your house in about a year.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay. Like sixty one. Let's have it paid for. You throw that big ninety thousand dollar account that's sitting there at it. You only owe one hundred and fifty. That's sixty grand. You got a slush fund. Mm-hmm. You, you scratch together some of the nickels out of the couch. You start throwing your income out of your uh, budget at it, and let's get that thing knocked out.
2: One percent on a money market. He could have put it in a high yield savings account and done better well, than that.
0: They, they don't have. I mean, it's stuck in a retirement yeah, I know. program.
2: Yeah, that doesn't. And some even...
0: retirement programs, state run, are dumber than a rock. I mean, horrible. you just never know you never know so I don't know what they got I don't know what the deal is so yeah. get in there. but it's, it, even the stupid ones have more than one option usually mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so I'd, I'd look at it I really would and, and I, but let's just try to take that 90 and half the house yeah that's the thing this is the Ramsey Show